0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard today's edition of Human Events Daily, powered by Turning Point USA. Today is Tuesday, April 11th, 2023, and Odomini. today's top headlines, the FBI is now running covert operations in Catholic churches. Next, the New York Times is ripping El Salvador's president as he's decimating gang populations. And finally, Super Mario Brothers' new movie is rejecting wokeness and smashing box office records. All this and more ahead, Human Events Daily. I want to take a second to remind you to sign up for the Poso Daily Brief. It is completely free. It'll be one email that's sent to you every day. You can stop the endless scrolling trying to find out what's going on in your world. We will have this delivered directly to you totally for free. Go to humanevents.com slash poso. Sign up today. It's called the Poso Daily Brief. Read what I read for show prep. You will not regret it. HumanEvents dot com slash Poso, totally free. The Poso Daily Brief.
1: You know, I have questions. Um, the first question, and I want to thank uh, Congresswoman Lee for bringing this up. <clears throat> it's, it's, it's okay to be Roman Catholic, right? Somebody answer me, please. Yes. Okay. I was getting a little nervous. I'm Roman Catholic. So I'll say yes. It's okay. Yeah. okay. Um, what is radical Catholic ideology? Why were we looking into that? What's that about? I'm not able to speak to specifics of the actual product. I think that's what the uh, internal review that I referenced earlier is getting. Doesn't that concern you? Certainly, I agree with the director's statements that, that uh, the product uh, uh, was inexcusable. Yeah, right? it sure was. What what would ever lead anybody to think that they could start investigating that? Now, I'm not as good as I should be. I miss mass sometimes, but mostly mass is a very peaceful thing where people go and pray and get Holy communion. What, what are we investigating? How did that ever get through at all to even get started? Why did it have to be condemned when it should, never should have happened?
0: You see this, you see this right here. This is my rosary. And if you want it FBI, you can come and take it from my cold dead hands. We now have information because of the weaponization of the federal government committee that's been investigating the FBI's handling of, quote, domestic violent extremism investigations, now against Catholic Americans. Information produced by the FBI to the committee based on this information. We now know, as I'm reading from the letter directly, that the FBI relied on at least one undercover agent to produce its analysis and that the FBI, this is that report that came out that you're hearing the congressman and the FBI, complete liar, by the way, you, you listen to these people, you listen to the way these government bureaucrats lie when you put them on the stand and they just start, they just start equivocating constantly they'll never actually answer your question it's like it's like trying to get an answer a straight answer from the DMV and they they hire for this by the way they just dance they just start the tap dancing begins what does this ideology mean why did you target catholics who gave the decision this is also it's a very it's it you know there's no women in this video but it's a very feminine system that you've enacted whereby in The the actual decision making takes place sort of by consensus rather than one actual leader making the decision. And therefore, you can't actually find anyone who has the entire piece of it because the responsibility, the accountability, it's not found there because you're doing everything by committee, you're doing everything by consensus. This is the feminized longhouse that you're seeing take over, not just in government, but over the entire society. I could do an entire episode on that. But you listen to this, and he says, "Well, I, I didn't authorize that. I'm not exactly sure which operation. You're there to testify. You're the one in charge, and you don't know who was in charge. It's like they had the same problem when uh, over at the in the East Palestine when they were talking north to uh, Norfolk Southern, and they couldn't find who had made the decision to ignite the chemicals. Couldn't find the person because it was it was a governor's wine. Was it governor's spirit? Guess what? It is on the governor's." Because they are the ones who are supposed to be in charge. So guess what, Governor Shapiro, we're going to bring that up every single time you try to run. Uh, he's going to run for president. He's definitely going to run for senate if he can't get president. But you know, we'll we'll keep an eye on that. But let's go back. The FBI has been running covert operations into American churches, specifically targeting. Catholic churches. Churches that they believe are just a little bit too Catholic. They say they've been praying too many rosaries in those Catholic churches. In fact, in some of them, they've even been praying their rosaries in Latin. Can you believe it, folks? Praying the rosary in Latin. The nomine Padre Et Filio et Spiritu Sancti. Amen. Oh no. Oh no. We're 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 going medieval on you. Look, folks, from Spain, to Russia, South America. Whenever a revolutionary force, in this case, a Bolshevik force, comes in and attempts to take over the country. China, obviously, we did an entire special on it. It's called the China Files. You should go watch it. They always target the churches first. The priests, the nuns the nuns of the Spanish civil war who were being raped on the altar by communists. We know where this ends. We know where this leads. We know. And we've said for many times that the United States is becoming a regime. The old Republic is over. And this little toad, Christopher Dunham. Yeah. We see you, Chris Dunham. We understand that you're not the one in charge. And you know what? You never will be. But keep in mind, The friend-enemy distinction is real, and the FBI now views Catholics as the enemy. We were warned these days would come. Look, friends, it's hard to trust anything these days, or anyone. Our most important institutions are being systemically destroyed. Are you prepared for the worst when the worst comes? True freedom comes from self-reliance, and that means having a solid supply of emergency food on hand. Right now, My Patriot Supply is knocking $200 off their popular three-month emergency food. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com, grab this special price before it ends. Your three-month emergency food kit provides over 2,000 calories a day for optimal strength and energy in stressful situations. Best of all, it's delicious. Your entire family will love it. Enjoy a wide variety of breakfast, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks. Listen, you will be very glad to have this food when disaster strikes. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and save $200 on each kit for your family's needs. Be sure to get one kit per person. Don't put off preparedness any longer tomorrow, maybe too late. Go to mypatriotsupply.com right now, mypatriotsupply.com. El Salvador's state of emergency to combat gangs has led to tens of thousands of arrests and allegations of human rights abuses. But it also appears to be massively popular. And in a recent interview, the country's security minister, Gustavo Villatoro, said the measure will stay in place until every criminal is caught.
1: El régimen de excepción es una herramienta the state of emergency is a tool to keep security and to care for Salvadorians' lives. When the risk reaches numbers close to zero, this measure will be lifted. As long as we have these murderers and these terrorists fleeing and escaping within the country, this measure must continue.
0: President Nayib Bukele asked Congress to approve the state of emergency last March. Since then, security forces have arrested more than 64,000 suspected gang members or associates. A we are at the brink of winning the war against gangs, he said in June. The war against gangs. Nayib Bukele, the president of El Salvador, doing the yeoman's work. We're not going to be targeting Catholics for going to church and praying rosaries too much. Not now in El Salvador. No, 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 no. We're going to go after who? The tattooed up gangbanger freaks that have been causing El Salvador of one of the highest homicide rates on the entire planet. Turns out, and this is what's so crazy, they've cut the homicide rate in El Salvador by 50% in something a year? Is this right? Producer Angelo, Producer Meech, we need to double check these up, were they actually able to cut I'm reading this number, the 50% of the homicide rate in one year, just by locking up the gang bangers, or at least a large amount of gang bangers with more to come, hopefully. But then here's the New York times, El Salvador decimated its ruthless gangs, but at what cost? in the years since El Salvador declared a state of emergency the government has delivered a stunning blow to the gangs that were once the ultimate authority in much of the country I'm like okay sounds sounds pretty good to me deliver a stunning blow to the gangs yeah you got it and it talks about how in some of these neighborhoods if you had a if you wore the number 8 you could be shot because the eight was the number of one of the the 18th Street Gang's rivals. You couldn't wear the brand of sneakers that the gangsters wore because if you were wearing their brand, doesn't say what what gang it is. This is in uh, Las Margaritas in El Salvador that if you wore their brand of sneakers, they would kill you. You couldn't come to the police because of what the what would the boys say? Because then that made you a snitch. Of course, the murder capital of the entire western hemisphere now the military has been deployed to the streets to deal with this i mean you listen to this and they say this is amazing this is amazing i'm mean, just reading from the new york times now children play soccer late into the evening on fields that were once gang turf miss ingles gathers soil for her plants next to an abandoned building that residents say was used for gang killings Homicides plunged, extortion payments imposed by gangs on businesses and residents also declined. You can walk freely, she said. So much has changed. El Faro, the leading news outlet of El Salvador, surveyed the country earlier and said largely the gangs do not exist. Oh, but now... But that achievement, critics say, has come at an uncalculable price. Mass arrests swept up thousands of innocent people, the erosions of civil liberties and the country's descent into an increasingly autocratic police state. Do you understand how bad murders were before you, Bukele, came in and starting enacted these policies? You're going to talk about people's civil liberties, and I get that, all right? I get that. But you have to deal with a situation where they were killing 90 to 100 people a day, a day were being killed. If you wore the wrong pair of sneakers, if you had the wrong, if you were an eight, an 18th street gang found you, they shoot you for some kid. Here's the real problem. The New York Times doesn't care about civil liberties. If they did, you'd think they might say something about the Jan 6 defendants, but, oh, but they don't care about those whatsoever. No, here's what they care about. If you are a lib and if you live in lib world, then you believe that crime is caused by what? Root causes. It's the root causes of crime. I say the root causes. Look, they just announced that the next DNC is going to be held in Chicago. Now, Chicago, one of the most crime ridden cities in America, one of the worst homicide rates in America, where they do nothing about the criminals whatsoever, you're going to hold your entire, you're actually going to hold your entire conference there for the DNC. Why? Because you live in a magic world. You live in fantasy land where none of this is happening, where it's a utopia, where they just elected a reformer a progressive reformer who's going to make the city even better. And he's going to fight that systemic racism because they'll tell you that it's root causes and systemic racism that are, that are the causes of crime. And they'll do anything they can to say that those are the causes of crime and not what criminals themselves. Criminals are the causes of crime. And this guy was able to do down in El Salvador. What nobody else is willing to do use the powers available to you through the democratic vote that elected you as president. In this case, we've got governors, we've got mayors across the, across the country that could do the same exact thing to clean up the streets. And how do you clean up the streets by getting the criminals off of them? It's as simple as that. It can be done in one year. It could be done in Philadelphia. It could be done in Baltimore. It could be done in New York city. It could be done in Chicago. It could be done in San Francisco where the founder of cash app was just stabbed to death and bled out on the street because these thugs don't care about human life. You got people driving past him in the street as he dies. Let's talk about billionaire privilege. Where was his privilege there? Where was his white privilege? as the blood poured out of his body onto the streets. How many kids have to die? How many families have to go through that? How many more funerals are gonna be held in New York City where this guy, Alvin Bragg, Alvin Bragg is gonna be letting all the murderers out, he's letting all the criminals, the rapists, he's letting them all out, but instead, instead, he's going after Donald Trump. He'll go after former President Trump, but to everybody else who's got funerals, who's got uh, wakes and and everything that you got to go deal with, he doesn't care about you. He's not showing up for you. The New York Times is terrified that people will suddenly start realizing that there are other ways to deal with crime far more effective ways. Learn how the president of El Salvador was able to clean his streets with this one simple trick. And you too can learn that simple trick as well, because I'm sorry, New York times, because uh, as, uh, as people love to say, you cannot stop what is coming. This country is going to experience a backlash And you're going to be on the wrong end of it and you're going to have to sit there and watch as we don't listen to you on how to clean the streets anymore we use law enforcement to go in and do what needs to be done are you
1: going to be watching super mario brothers no i will not be watching oh my goodness they could have they could have included a latin character like i i was groundbreaking then they stopped the groundbreaking I know, but well, well, you They're know what? Up. <laughs> they messed up the inclusion. They disincluded. I know. What's right. What's up? So, what do you say do. to people, yeah, yeah, sure. you know, who might actually go out and support this? Should you what's say, up? hey no. guys, if you stand for inclusion, maybe Just you should some Latin folk. Catch some Latin folk. We're we're 20 percent of the population, the largest people of color group, and we're Ooh, underrepresented, overrepresented in the worst kind of jobs, though. Oh Oh, I know. Right, 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 right,
0: right. Yeah, yeah, sure sure. sure. So no Super Mario Brothers for you. Hell no. This morning, the Super Mario Brothers movie is leveling up the charts. Look at us! We're adorable! Smashing expectations and heading for a record 195 million dollar US opening. The most ever for a video game adaption on the big screen mario our big adventure begins now we see people from from multiple generations going out to to see this movie mario! the iconic franchise is now passing frozen 2 as the biggest global opening for an animated film so why did super mario brothers do so well at the box office and why is it that you know, and, and and I see, by the way, that there's some complaints. There's some, there's some questions about, it. so I say it's because they've completed some controversy about this, but let me just say this. I do not think they injected any wokeness in this movie. They really didn't. And when I'm saying that I'm comparing it to what Disney does with their films. Uh, the anti Disney is basically what this is. And keep in mind that this is still run by Japan, Nintendo of Japan Japanese company, obviously one of the biggest around the world, after um, Toyota, some of the others, that they did not allow any wokeness into this movie whatsoever. So Shigeru Miyamoto, he's the creator of Mario. Still around, uh, also did Legend of Zelda, Star Fox, you know, Bo- Donkey Kong, some of those great original games. In fact, actually the first movie with Mario, or first game with Mario in it, is Donkey Kong. He's the main character. So Miyamoto said he didn't want this to have any story. He didn't want there to be any narratives in it whatsoever. He said, it should feel like a game. It should just feel like a game. You're there. You don't really have much there. You don't need like a big explanation about why these guys are bad and why these guys are good and how all this, this stuff works like, no, just, just make it fun. Just make it straight up fun. And there's a recreation of the original donkey Kong at one point in the film. And, The fact that there's no wokeness, John Leguizamo, who played the original Luigi, was all butthurt that he wasn't in the film, asked to come back and play the voice. So he started saying, well, there's no diversity in the film. There's no Latin representation. You know, I was the original Luigi and it was great. It's like, bro, you weren't the original Luigi because you were Latin. You were the original Latinx, by the way, right? You were the original Luigi because you did a great job. And by the way, I'm one of the only people who will actually defend the original Mario movie. Look, I get that that's not what people were looking for. But back then in the 90s, there was a lot of dark content out there for kids. Go look at that was in the wake of Batman that had just come out. Uh, The Ninja Turtles movie had just come out. The first live action one that was super dark. People forget exactly how dark that was. And then Batman Returns was super dark. Um, Ninja Turtles secret of the use was super dark. I, that was just sort of the norm for movies that were coming out around then. But I think the reason that Mario, um, came out, it was, it was, the stuff had gotten so dark by that point by, I think it was like 93, 94 when it came out that parents were just turned off. They said, you know, we don't want this. So I think it's a great movie for what it was trying to do. But in terms of, um, in terms of reaching out to that much wider audience, I can understand why it wasn't as successful. So anyway, with this new film, they decided to completely reject wokeness. They're not not—they're not like race swapping any of the characters. They're not gender swapping any of the characters. Now I did see that Tim Poole had a tweet up and he said, well, hold on. They should be called The Adventures of Princess Toadstool and her wacky sidekick, Mario. So he's pointing out, and Tim, Tim's my friend, All right, but we disagree on movies all the time. We disagreed on Batman. We're going to disagree on this one as well. That in this case, in this instance of Mario, this is the hero's journey template. This is episode one of potentially a franchise where you've got your main character who comes as a classic template that you see follow in movies from the original Star Wars to Back to the Future to India, et cetera, et cetera. You meet the main character when they're they're kind of at their lowest when they're still just figuring out the ropes, they are thrown into a new situation, a new world. They have to figure out how the new world works. They don't figure it out at first. They suffer a series of setbacks. And by the way, you can't say that Mario isn't, is just some, some sidekick throughout the film because, okay, yeah, does Princess Toadstool kind of like show him the ropes? Sure, but the reason that she's doing that is because Mario is, as the protagonist in this film, He's the stand-in for the audience. And so when you have a character like that and you're introduced to a new world, what do you do? You have another character that introduces that character to the world, but what they're actually doing is giving the expository um, background of the world for the audience, for the purposes of the audience, even though, you know, with Mario, I don't think you really need that much of it because, again, as we said before, Miyamoto said he didn't want there to be a lot of plot to this. It's like, yeah, yeah we live in this land and there's a bunch of mushrooms and these things give you powers. Also, there's a bunch of uh, monkeys in the next kingdom and we need their army. So we're going to go over. And also there's these like uh, turtle things that are going to come get us, you know, if we don't do it, the end, right? Like that's, that's how it works, right? There's no, there's no big backstory. So then what does Mario do? He beats donkey Kong. Okay. So beating donkey Kong totally puts over Mario. Then the princess gets captured. Mario's got to go save her. So, no, I don't think Mario is a little sidekick here. Mario is a hero in his own right. And this is a film that shows how he becomes a hero. That's why I don't see this as woke whatsoever. And also, I don't think audiences see it as woke because when they heard that they were putting homosexual relationships in Buzz Lightyear, That totally tanked the movie because parents aren't interested in seeing that LGBT stuff or any sexualized content in films for kids. This is something that we watch out for as a parent of two little kids. Um, That's something that I look out for, that Tanya Tay looks out for. And you know what? In this movie, in the Super Mario Brothers movie, wasn't there, wasn't there whatsoever. Now, does that mean you should continue supporting Hollywood or should you support conservative content? You must support conservative content. And that's why the movie Nefarious that's coming out by my friend, Steve Deese, you should go see it. Also say a prayer for Steve because he was in the hospital last night. As far as we know, I think he's doing well. His wife was posting some stuff on Twitter. Go and watch his film Nefarious. I think it's wonderful. We have to also support conservative content when they put out films, when we put out books, when we put out series. This is how we win. But as far as As far as the institutions go, it looks like here's one Nintendo out of Japan where it looks like the communists have yet to take power just yet. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, you have my permission to lay ashore. Wahoo.